Welcome, welcome, welcome to Say Like a Champ, episode 188. It's your boy, A-Dub. And your boy, Strizzy. What's good, fam? We back in the building. We back in the building. Um, another week in sports, another uh, chance to, to hang out with family and, and break it all down. So that's what's good. But before we do, like always, want to get a quick check-in. Strizzy, how you feeling today? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling, I'm feeling really good. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, I don't know why, just lately I feel like things are moving like hella fast for whatever reason. Nothing, Definitely. nothing crazy, just, I don't know, for some reason, I feel like these days have been going by really, really fast lately. Um, but aside from that, man, I'm chilling. You? Uh, same here, same here. Yo. Definitely time flying by, like we always talk about. It's already, um, we're already into April, which is crazy. Um and uh, with March Madness ending, you know what I'm saying? With baseball starting, it's just like another transition. And um, and then you know how we love football. We'll be right back to it before we even know it. So um, definitely time moving fast, though. Lots of celebrations, lots of lots of birthdays. Um, and I do want to give a shout out to our boy, Anthony Wesson. He's in the comments. He had his 40th birthday celebration. Man, uh, congratulations on the big 4-0. Um, we appreciate you as always hanging out with the show and and no worries about um you know catching up, I'm sure, you know. That's real. So happy birthday to you. We had mom's birthday last week, and then also today is a very special birthday for Mama D as well. So we got we got lots of birthdays going on, and so uh definitely, definitely want to say a shout out to all of our um our birthday slackers out there, you know. Yeah, and also let's see who else we got in the building. We got Unc in the building, hello from Texas. What's good? We got Pops as well. Good evening, Pops. Welcome, welcome. We got Stephanie Washington in the building. Hey, hey. Um, busy off of these off these basketball tournaments and everything like that. We got moms in the building too. Welcome to the show, moms. Um, and everybody's giving a big shout out and a big happy birthday to Anthony as well. And um, also we got Grace Williams in the building. Welcome, Grace. Thank you for being with us. Oh, and yeah, big happy birthday to both our guy Anthony Wesson and also Mama D as well. So yeah, um, that's what's up. Um, speaking of busy, before we get into our topics, real quick, uh, we know we got to give a big shout out to our boy Marcus. He is busy as always, you know, always running around. So we're not going to get a chance to catch up with him this week. But um, as always, you know, much love to to our brother there. So just wanted to give a quick shout out for him too. We appreciate everything he does. For us and for the show, so that's what's up. And Anthony said it was his first. He was out in Tampa, his first time going there. So you have to let us know what Tampa was like. I've never I been know, there. I'm but, curious. I've only ever been to like South Beach, Miami. So yeah, yeah. Like. So we'll see. It's like the other coast of, of Florida. It's like yeah, the it's inside right. coast. So um, that's what's up. But I think we'll go ahead and get ready to get into our first topic of the day. Um, we'll see. You know, there's not a lot of topics or a lot of things for all of our topics. Um, but um, but we'll see. You know, usually that's sometimes when we end up going the longest. So you know <laughs> right. how that goes. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and pull up our graphics though, and we have a little bit of a different layout. We're gonna test this out, see how see how we're liking it this week, um, and um, and we'll we'll make adjustments as we need to as we go. But um, I think we're ready. Let's go ahead and get this thing popping. Let's go to our first topic. What's up next? Oh, let's check it out, man, real quick. How tuned to NFL talk. Let's get it. All right, NFL talk. So starting off with some bad news, some interesting news. Um, like I said, it's kind of a slow news week for NFL. Free agency is definitely settling down. Um, we're shifting our focus to the draft, you know, as that's the biggest thing coming up. Um, mm -hmm. And the winter meetings are closed as well, so so no other, like, rule changes or anything crazy like that. Um, but the Cardinals are uh, have been – 
accused of some some very serious things by a former vice president um, from the Arizona Cardinals who used to work there. Um, he's accused Bidwell of discrimination and harassment and then also uh, cheating. And specifically with the cheating, it was like a, uh, a scheme to use like burner phones to con to keep in contact with their GM when he was suspended. And I guess the VP and also the head coach at the time, Wilkes, uh, wasn't wasn't willing to to use the burner phones. That's pretty crazy um, that that's all coming out. But I wanted to get your uh, initial thoughts on this. And as you're hearing kind of some of this news, you know, it's one of, you know, we, we talk about all the time of like everybody cheats. Right. It's just a matter of. Who gets caught? A matter of you know what what exactly it is that you're doing. You know what I'm saying? So right. so it doesn't surprise me at all, right? Um, definitely doesn't surprise me at all. Um, I feel like a lot of these these owners and you know things of this nature are some of the grimiest people around. You know right. what I mean? So you know, again, I'm just I'm not surprised at all. Um, I was kind of I, I saw that too, where it's like you know Coach Wilkes wasn't really kind of down with that and. I, I, you know, even just, you know, what he did with the Panthers for the last couple of weeks, he just, he seems like the type of guy that'd be like, nah, I'm not, he's not really there for the foolishness, you know what I'm right. saying? So right. um, I commend him for not getting involved because, you know, like that's your employer, right? Like those people give you a job. So a lot of times people kind of get into that, that, that gray area of like, I need, I better do what I'm supposed to do. Otherwise I'll be fired. <laughs> that's, that's probably why he did get fired. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Like at the, at the end of the day, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't going to follow suit. So they let him go. But um doesn't surprise me at all, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it is it is one of those things where a lot of a lot of teams do do things that are, you know, maybe not totally on the up and up, but also it depends on what kind of regime is going on, right? And if you're yeah. kind of with it or not. And I, I like the fact that these guys stood up, um, or or this guy specifically, but it's also the timing, right? Because this, yeah. you know, this guy was, you know, this talking about stuff from 2018. And yeah. so I, I did want to throw that out there that it's like you know, now that his career hasn't gone the same way in the NFL, now he wants to come out with, oh, you know, this was cheating and, and this and that. But um, I feel like a lot could be uncovered. Apparently this VP still has the burner phone that, that was used or that was given to him to be used. And also he said that he was written up for insubordination when he when he spoke out against it, which is like, that's crazy if you're putting down reports of people being insubordinate because they don't want to break the rules. With you. <laughs> know. That's, that's the next level, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. So. And then the, as far as the harassment and, and the discrimination now, nothing specific has come out around that. But he said that the behavior was worse than Sarver's behavior, um, which we see what happened with him and the Suns, you know, with him deciding to kind of step out of the way. So um, very interesting. We'll see what more comes out of this. Um, but that's just kind of what some of the big news that was going on today. Um, Unk says Cardinals just can't do things the right way. Anthony Weston says, what is going on with AZ team owners? <laughs> Um, if they were cheating, they were incompetent at it. Um, and yeah, if, at least if you're going to do it, when, um, let's see, pop says, I kind of agree with Strizzy. A lot of stuff happens behind the scenes. It's just how much gets out. Right. Yeah. So, um, I guess you got to keep people in your corner, right. Or else they'll, they'll be, they'll be, uh, you know, spreading around all that dirt. So, yeah. and honestly, I think that's why the GM Keem had a job for so long too, because he wasn't doing nothing. And he was continually getting in trouble, and you know, and finally, it was enough is enough. So yeah, at a certain cool. point, you're like, "Look, dog, we we really love you here, but like, you can't you keep messing up. I can't keep you around if you don't keep messing up." You know what I'm saying? So right. I think King. I think that was his boy, but you know, I can can't only, only cover so much. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. 
<laughs> no, I feel you. Um, all right, before we go on to the next topic, uh, Stephanie Washington threw out a happy birthday for D, and then also Aunt oh, Pammy. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Aunt Pammy. Um, happy birthday, D and Anthony. Um, thank you for, for joining in. All right, so like I said, it is kind of a slow news week for football, and it's slow enough that we're talking about Brian Hoyer. <laughs> the <laughs> only major signing that's happened really um, this week, Brian Hoyer signing with the Raiders, um, which is, you know, uh, a second former Patriot going to play there under Josh McDaniel, um, mm-hmm. but really only to be a backup behind Jimmy G. Uh, but he's basically like reassembling, you know, I think it was like 2017's, 2016 squad or something like that. So yep. um, any thoughts on Brian Hoyer? None at all, man. But I, like, it's kind of great. Like this stuff never works, right? Like when you start trying to just bring over players from past teams because you think like, oh, they they know my system, blah, blah, that shit don't work. Like right. <laughs> it don't ever really work. You know what I mean? Like I get it. You got to fill some roster spots. You maybe want to do it with a guy who – comfortable in your offense, but <laughs> I want Anthony, what are the Raiders doing, man? Like McDaniel, this might, this might be like, you know, a two and done for him. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't see them being very good next year, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And with all the changes that they made, they've only gotten worse considering if you are, if you compare it to what their roster was this year, yeah. and they just couldn't, couldn't get it together this year. So yep. um, Anthony Wesson says Cam needs to be in the league then yeah. if Brian Hoyer is getting a, a backup job. And we I think, talk about I think Cam's in his own way, though. What's that? I think Cam's in his own way, though. I, I feel like he would have been in the league last year if he would have gone somewhere to be a backup. But I don't think he wants to be a backup. Right. So right. I feel like he is in his own way for being in the league. I don't think it has anything to do with his ability to still play. I, I agree with that. I'm sure that, you know, people take his temperature or they maybe reach out and he's like, oh, no, I want a chance to start or I yeah. want to compete or whatever. And they're like, all right, you're you're not where we need you to be at right now. Exactly. Exactly. Um, On a serious note, though, um, Unc does throw this out there when we're talking about the, the discrimination um, from the Cardinals, potential discrimination. Um, Unc says, with how much the world has changed, how can we still be dealing with racism? Haven't we done enough to earn love and respect? Um, pop says, I hear you. What will it take? And it is, it is crazy. Um, I wanted to talk about it a little bit more. We'll, we'll have a little conversation too at the, at the closing, but, um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, cool, I, cool. I, I agree. It's just crazy. Yeah. Um, but, um, but as we continue to grow, I think though that the young kids these days are coming up a little bit different. And I think that, um, you know, hopefully, you know, we, we gotta, we gotta hope that they're, they're ready to kind of change the way things have been and continue to progress things forward. So, um, all right. Um, The Kelsey jam again, like I said, this is kind of slow news, but I thought this was pretty cool. So Travis Kelsey's throwing a concert um, the weekend of draft weekend, since it is going to be in Kansas city. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty gangster. um, And I was just thinking like, how cool would it be to be like um, wealthy and affluent enough to be able to just like (laughs) throw a concert with your favorite bands. You know what I'm saying? For real. Like that would be gangster, but who would you be putting on your lineup? And and slackers out there, if you could throw the concert of your dreams, like who would you be putting on your lineup? That's what I was kind of wondering with this one. Man, if I'm if I'm if I'm thinking kind of kind of new school is, uh, I'd probably go with with Kendrick, J Cole, maybe even Drake. You know, as far as like new school, you know what I mean? Like just Dang, like, you're gonna have like, a blast. You know what I'm saying? I feel like just from a an entertainment point of view, like it'd be like nonstop bangers, right? For that, 
Yeah. And like as far as like old school goes, man, like I would love to have like a, a cube, Snoop, and and I was like, who who be my third? But like Cube and Snoop for sure. And no, then no. you know, maybe like you know, I mean if we could go far back, you know, kind of a wishful thinking, like a pocket big type deal, you know what I mean? But like that like that would be dope. Like you know, so like that would be too tight. Like that would be like the chill, you just kind of like lay back and just head bobbing, mingling. So I gotta be tight. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it would be dope. There, for me, it would depend on where we're at with it because I feel like the the, the location of the draft would impact maybe the style of music or the the artists I might bring out. Um, it would maybe be a lot different if it was on the East Coast versus the West Coast because I like what you were saying there with you know with like Snoop or Cube type of thing. So, um, yeah. but yeah, I would definitely want to have like a local artist from wherever the draft is at. But I would I would kind of want to mix too because you might have some country folks. You know, you might have some some people that are more on the pop and the new new school. And then also you got your old school too. So That's um, that That's would be real. fun though. That would be so awesome. Um, yeah. Anthony says he's on PTO that weekend. He should be going. Uh, Pop says Darius oh, Rucker. Nice. Mom oh, says, nice. you know, mine is way old school. <laughs> but the thing is all the old schools are coming back too, you know? They really are. So um, they haven't, they're, they're just making their money on tour over and over and over the last, last ninth, last tour. You know what I'm saying? Um, Unk says Prince, John Legend, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Babyface. Dang, that would be a that would be a crazy mixture. Um, yeah. But Prince, that would be definitely a good show. And yeah. then Earth, Wind, and Fire, I've, I've had a chance to see them. That's super dope. Um, Anthony West says Little Uzi, Migos, Drake, Two Chains. If we're going today, I want the crowd to be crazy. I'm not caring about lyrics. I got right. you. <laughs> I thought Anthony West might say Nas. Um, but I, I know he loves him too. But I got you. I, I feel you. He wants the the new. That energy. Yeah. Um, Kelly says, Unk, I love those options. Yeah. Out of, you know, we would have, we could have a Slack jam, you know what I'm saying? And everybody yeah. kind of contribute one or two artists and we would be, we would be out there, man. You just need to put together a barbecue. That's all we, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Little Slack barbecue. Mm -hmm. That's great. First annual, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, coming really soon. So, so that's what's up. So I thought that was kind of fun uh, to talk about that though. So hopefully Travis Kelsey's concert goes well. Um, you know, much love. To him, and then also though for him having Tech Nine as a special guest, that's super gangster because Tech yeah. Nine is Kansas City, you know. So yeah, um, <clears throat> so that's what's up. Um, let's see, Stephanie Washington said, "I'm going to see Wu Tang and Nas here in the fall." That's what's up. Oh, Great man. tour there. Um, those two together. Um, Mom says Tina Turner. That would be gangster. Yeah. Big wheels, you know what I'm saying? And Anthony Weston does say Nas is my favorite artist. Okay. <clears throat> All right, a couple more notes on football before we move on. We got <clears throat> Jalen Carter, excuse me. He, um, I wanted to see what you thought about that. He's only visiting teams with a top 10 pick, despite <clears throat> the kind of allegations across his name and also him not having a good pro day. But what did you think about that? I, you know, it's funny. Like, I, it's got to be tough, though. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, it's like, do you want to meet with all 32 teams? You know, like that's a that's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you don't you're not making no money yet. I mean, I guess you know, with nil deals, you might be, you know what I mean? But like let's keep it a band. Like a lot of defensive linemen or defensive players, um, they're they're not getting the same nil deals as like the college quarterbacks are or right. those top running backs, top receivers are, right? So, you know, I, I really don't blame them actually only meeting with some top top uh players because he, he has kind of got himself in a little bit of trouble as a late, but nothing that I don't think is going to keep him out of the first round, honestly. Ryan. So I 
I kind of agree with it. You know what I mean? I think like <laughs> the older I get, I feel like I, the, the more I feel like the combine or combine is just not as important. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like dudes like, nah, I'm not like, quarterbacks. I'm not throwing y'all saw what I could do for what? 12 games. You know what I mean? Last year or two, like take me or not, you know, you know, exactly. Exactly. Like, you know what you're getting. I, I agree with that. Um, I think it's a bold stance to take, but yeah. I kind of agree with what he's where he's coming from or where his agent is coming from with it because it's like it is true that a lot of these guys, you know, they waste a lot of time, they do a lot of due diligence, but only one team can take you. Yeah, exactly. And they know realistically somebody's gonna take him. Oh, yeah. You're gonna be a top, you know, he's gonna be like a one or two pick. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, I I, I kind of like it. Um, I think more guys should probably do it. The only thing I would say is, you know coming off of everything that's going on around his name, it's like maybe not the best chance, not the best time to be like, ah, I'm not yeah. trying to with everybody, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, <clears throat> I don't know. Um, Anthony West says the Eagles will take him at 10. Oh, man, I hope he doesn't go to the Eagles. He said, <laughs> that, you know, they, they do have a lot of Georgia Bulldogs. Um, man, I hope that doesn't happen. Pop says Mr. Carter fall to the Cowboys. I wish he would, but I don't think so. Yeah, he I, I think he like, might even go to the line. Oh. What's that? What pick do you guys have? 20 something? Yeah, it's like 27 or okay, 26. Yeah, he ain't gonna fall that far. <laughs> but like I even with the even with the stuff going on, I can't see him falling that far. Right. Who knows? We've seen crazier things happen. Right. We have, but we'll see. I think there'd have to be even more stuff. But I feel like the NFL is kind of like insiders, I think, are cool on him. Like they're just like letting like all that other talk be fine, but they're still gonna take him. Like, yeah, I think they understand what's going on. Yeah. Um, the other guy that's kind of rising right now, Anthony Richardson, he had a big pro day, did a little backflip uh, during <laughs> after his last throw, showing his athleticism. Um, that's the other real question kind of, though, like as we turn to the draft is like how high this guy's going to go and who's going to be willing to take a chance on him. So <laughs> I thought the flip was tight, though. Did you like the flip? Yeah, man. He's, he's crazy athletic, man. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I – it's crazy. I think – I love Stroud had a great, uh, a great pro day, great comp, comp, like he, he looked phenomenal, right? Um, they, 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 it kind of bothers me a little bit because like they just keep talking about Bryce Young's uh, poise and his intelligence, but they're not talking about his actual play. So that kind of scares me a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like they're not talking about, yeah. I'm not talking about anything else. Um, but I just kind of feel like I, I'm weary that this kid is going to be the kid in this draft who has the better career, right, uh, of, of all of these guys. So, you know, who knows? You know what I mean? Like, I know it's it's hard to to trade up to the number one and take him, but I think he's still my favorite quarterback in his draft. Yeah, I think you're right. I feel like the long term, um, it's too bad that, you know, you guys maybe don't have somebody in the interim or that he can sit behind that a, a year that you would, like, feel confident in, I guess. Right. It's a little bit different. Um, because I think whoever they do go after with the number one pick, and they did make all that trade capital in there, I think that they are going to get a starter right now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seventy Washington says nothing like risking the injury with that back foot. Though <laughs> I mean, I, that's so true. And he went high up too. I was like, oh Man. yeah, that foot was. He was up there for sure. Yeah. Um, Pops is talking about Levis might be sliding a little bit. Um, that's yeah. an interesting one there. Um, we only have a couple more shows before the draft. So what I think we are going to do for NFL talk since it has been so slow is 
Next week, we're going to do like an offensive players, like our top offensive players that we think are in the draft and offensive impact players. And then next we'll do defense uh, the mm. week after that. And that'll kind of prepare us for our mock draft. And um, we definitely want to have um, whoever wants to submit it out of the slackers. If you guys want to submit a, a mock draft first round, we're going to do the grade. We got the grading system that we established last year. We're going to dust that off and use it again. So that'll be exciting. Um, but um, but that's pretty much what we got there for an um, NFL talk. I think yeah. we'll go ahead and um, keep this train moving uh, to our next topic. You know what's funny, though? Real quick. Oh, yeah. Real quick. So I was, I was just reading Pops' uh, his comment about Levi's and uh, slide a bit. I think he's doing that on purpose. I don't, oh. think, I don't think he wants to go to the Colts. Because <laughs> I, I think that's where he ends up. I think he ends up at the, in the, at the, in the, with the Colts. But I don't think he wants to go there. So gotcha. I, I, I think he's trying to slide a little bit. I don't know where, but I think he's trying to slide a little bit. Self-sabotage. That's, that's yeah. a new one. But people have all kinds of draft strategies, you know, but – Yep. Like all the way back to Eli Manning, he's like, I'm not going there. You know what I'm saying? Don't take <laughs> yeah. it. So, yep. so, all right, that's what's up. Um, I like that though. Uh, we'll keep this thing moving though, and uh, get into some yeah. of our next topic. <laughs> all right, NBA talk. We're gonna be. Um, first starting off with the Hall of Fame class of 2023 and a pretty legit little class here. We got um, Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki, Paul Gasol, Tony Parker, Greg Popovich and Becky Hammond. Um, I think that's a that's a star studded group. You know, <laughs> that's, that's, a a really, that's a really good group to go in alongside of. Um, yeah. But um, I think also Tony Parker, Greg Popovich and Becky Hammond, like it's like the half Spurs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, squad. But um, big shout out to them. You know, I love Pop for sure. But out of all these players, I'm interested to know your thoughts on this real quick, but also like who's your favorite out of these six Hall of Fame uh, people as well as the Slackers too. Who who would be your number one? I think oh, I man, Dwayne, Dwayne Wade's my favorite player of all time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he, you know, like it, not not to not to say he's the greatest player of all time, obviously, but you know, you know, he's you know, I, I've I've loved the Miami Heat since because I'm a really big Tim Hardaway fan, obviously, but like Dwayne Wade was like my my That's favorite right. player for his like the entirety of his career. I love watching him play. My game was modeled so much after his playing in high school and college. Um, so obviously we knew he'd be a first ballot Hall of Famer when when his time came up. But uh, but th- like I said, this group is crazy. Like this is, this is a Hall of Fame group for the Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? It's right. Crazy. So, um, but hats off to all of them, man. But I, I'm I'm psyched for for Dwayne Wade to get in. Uh, that's that's my dude. Always been my dude. Uh, and in my opinion, he's the third greatest shooting guard of all time. I love it. I love it. No, I know that's your guy for sure. So I figured, um, <clears throat> you know, no one on this list would, would top top him for you. Yeah. Um, I really like Dwayne Wade as well. I just don't know. There's something about Dirk, though. He was just so gangster the way <laughs> yeah. he came in. Um, oh, I yeah. really like Dirk and just his sense of humor. But also for me, I'm conflicted because Pal Gasol, you know what I'm saying, he came over and he delivered, you know what I'm saying, and he helped Kobe get those final two rings that he needed. For Even sure. though when he first came, we had to call him Gasol, you know what I'm saying, and he, he wasn't totally ready, but um, he took on that challenge, and um, and so he kept, kept the Lakers going. So, man, I don't know. This is a tough one to pick for me. Even Tony Parker, I love him, you know. Yeah. Um, and then Becky Hammond, what she continues to do for the game, and, and, and still I think she's going to be – one of those first, um, you know, maybe potentially female head coaches in the NBA too. So, um, 
we'll see. But yeah, that is a great group. Um, let's see what the let's see what the slackers have to say. Anthony Weston's firing off first. He said Gasol, and I understand too because I'm I'm right there with them as well. Mom yeah. says Wade. Pop says Wade as well. Um, will Tony Parker retire as a Hornet? <laughs> no, he's not. Come on, that's messed up. Um, and then uh, Stephanie Washington says solid picks. Yeah, so this was a good one. This was a this was one that'll get him back on the map for sure. Yeah. Um, no, no, you know, no, no slouches in that group. So, no. Um, all right. So that was the Hall of Fame class. That was a really cool a little moment for the NBA to get to announce that. Uh, we'll we'll see how they do going forward. But uh, I did want to jump into the Western Conference uh, standings, and then we'll do the East real quick. Just the playoff scenarios. Um, the Mavericks falling falling far now. Um, are in threat of going out. They only have, I think it is three more games left. All teams have either three or four or more three or four, games. Yeah. Um, basically, this is the last week of the season, and the play-in starts next Tuesday. Uh, yeah. So during Slack 189, we'll be we'll be checking on the play-in too. So um, I'm really impressed though with the Lakers getting up to the seventh seed and having the potential if they win out to actually avoiding the play-in altogether and getting to that yeah. sixth seed. Dude, um, they're a half game out of fifth place. <laughs> a half game, like they. And they do play the Clippers on Wednesday. I think it's – oh, no, no. Yeah, it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Yeah. They play the Clippers. So that's yeah. going to be a very, very big game. Um, they, they play tonight as well. So hopefully they, the, the back-to-back doesn't mess them up. But, but yeah. yeah, so we'll see if the Lakers can actually avoid the play-in. But at least they'll make the play-in, which I'm, I'm cool with. I'm happy about that. But um, I wanted to get your thoughts on the West and most specifically the Mavericks. What happens? Where do they go from here if they miss the playoffs altogether and the play-in? Man, I think the Mavericks. Uh, I don't think they make the plan at all. I'm, I mean, I haven't looked at the final four games of these of these four teams. I think Lakers get in. I think they have a really solid, uh, really solid uh, chance at getting that. If I'm the Lakers, I want the sixth seed though, because the yeah. Suns aren't going to catch the Kings, right? They're not going to catch right. the Kings. And I, I, I kind of think Clippers and Golden State also want the sixth seed. I, Clippers are good. They don't want to play the Suns in the first round. They don't. Right. Not with not with KD healthy. Um, but I think Lakers look really good. They've really kind of changed things around, and and we know what they can do healthy, right? That's been their biggest problem the last three years. You know what I'm saying? So as long as they can get in healthy, try to get that six weeks, I think that's really important. They want to play the Kings first round um, and and not even be at risk of of not making it to the play-in. You know what I'm saying? Like, you remember two years ago, I think it was, when the the Warriors were in the play-in, and they were like, oh, we we got two games. They lost to the right. Lakers the first game, and then they lost to Memphis the second game, and didn't even make it. Right? Like, it doesn't matter if you think you're you're good to go. Like, the West is stacked, man. Like that seven through ten is crazy. So, um, I I, I want to see them get into like I think the Lakers have been playing well, and I think they're they're good for the playoffs, right? But the, there are certain teams that are great for playoff basketball, and then the Lakers as a team is one of them. Uh, but as far as the Dallas Mavericks go, they're done. I don't think they're gonna make it. Um, yeah. I think this was an experiment. I don't think Kyrie comes back next year, so he'll, I think he'll be a free agent next year. Um, or they're they going to trade him. I, oh no, he signed. A, he signed a deal. So yeah, he they have love to trade him again. I think right. Right. Um, I think no. I think I think he's on his last year. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I thought he had an extension with. with so the it is no. It is like a one year experiment. There. Gotcha. I think the one year experiment's done. Um, I I understand why they made the trade. They were trying to do something big to help Luca kind of win some games, but I think it really hurt them because now they just have no defense at all. And de- defensively, right. they look so incredibly bad. Um, 
And I don't think a full year helps it, right? Like, I don't think this is one of those things that it's like, oh, give them a year, give them an off season. Like, I don't think that changes it. Um, so I think they're going to be at the drawing board. Who can they pick up? Who can they trade for? They need to get they need to get some players around Luca that actually help them. And I think that starts with a very very talented big man. So, yeah. um, you know, obviously Philadelphia is not going to part with with Embiid, but I feel like Embiid would be great there. Um, you know, obviously Denver's not going to get rid of Jokic, but he'd be perfect there. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Luka needs a very talented big man with him. I don't think he needs another guard, right? Like, I think Dinwiddie was perfect because he plays defense. He's a solid guard, but he's not an all-star guard. Right. So you still expect everything to be done through Luka, and, and Dinwiddie can help. But they just – they need to figure out some some things as far as the, that that – that their personnel, uh, it's just not there at all. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Um, <clears throat> I think it is weird. I think they did fall back from where they were at, right? When they made the trade, they thought maybe we can make a late push. I don't think that they dreamed when they were trading for Kyrie that they would miss the playoffs altogether. Yeah. But here we are. Um, to see Kyrie on yet another uniform is going to be interesting, but I think that is where we're headed as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Luca, if you got a talent like his, you have to make the playoffs regardless. Yeah. Um, you got to at least find a way to make the playoffs. I know the West is tough, but um, you got to put something together to figure that out. And he has, you know what I mean? Like you look at what he did with Rick Carlisle for those, those couple of years, like you would think with, with Kai, it would be easy. You know what I mean? And it hasn't been. So they're going to be looking at Jason Kidd too. Like, why isn't this working? What's going on with coaching? And, right. you know, sucks to say it, but they are, or at least they have to, they should. Um, not to say he should lose his job. I don't. I don't think he should lose his job. But I, I just don't think Kyrie was a good fit. Yeah, no, I agree. And Unc um, says not looking like Kyrie will get the good contract this summer. Probably not. But you know what? There's still a team out there. If he goes to a team that needs somebody to root for, you know what I'm saying? He's still he's still a hooper. Um, Man, he might be on Miami next year. If I'm being completely honest. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I, I because we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that, we'll talk about that when we get to the East for sure. Okay. Um, Anthony says everybody wants to play the Kings. That's for sure. But Unc's still saying look out for Sacramento. That's they're good. Watching they're inexperienced. Yeah, I think that's the thing, is that they're great in the regular season, but when it slows down, what's going to happen? Yeah. He said tried watching a Rockets game, couldn't watch the tire. <laughs> it was horrible. That's why they didn't even make uh, this list, even though we're looking at the Western. <laughs> so. For real. Um, just a couple things. The Nuggets can lock up the West, uh, the, the top seed in the West tonight. And then also Wiggins looking to come back for the Golden State Warriors soon. I think that's yeah. a big deal. I think he, he um, they said he could play this week. So I know there's only a couple more games left, but at least get a game or two under his belt before yeah. the playoff starts. Um, that'll be good for them, and that'll make them more um, – definitely more formidable, more dangerous, because he was a big part of it last year, oh, yeah. the championship run. So And defensively, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, Clay's always been a great, a great wing defender, but with the injuries, he's kind of slowed down in that regard. And right. um, Wiggins kind of took that mantle, so they they definitely need him. Honestly, if if they don't get that sixty to play the Kings, you know they're they're playing Memphis or the Suns, or you know, almost more than likely, or even the Nuggets. And without Wiggins, I think they're out first round. That'd be crazy if they have to end up against uh, Memphis right now because you know Memphis is their big that's their oh, yeah. big nemesis. Oh, um, yeah. All right, let's move to the East. My bad. I don't know why I went backwards a little bit. Um, East, not really much, much to talk about. The Bucks are, are getting ready to lock it up. Um, and, and they're looking like, um, 
Giannis might be going for his second title, his second ring. But what were you going to say about um, about the the East? What are your thoughts? Oh, uh, not much, man. Um, I think it's I think it's out of uh, Bucks and Celtics. I think those are the two that'll make it out of uh, make it out of the East. I think you might have some surprises though. Um, I, I think I think the Knicks could take Cleveland. Honestly, uh, they they are much turned around, uh, but they got to be healthy. You know what I'm saying? I know Julius Julius Randle's been out for a couple of games. If he's if he's not healthy come playoff time, there's no way to get past Cleveland. Um, Miami's scaring the crap out of me right now. The inconsistencies all season has been insane. I looked at I looked at the game right now against Detroit. Jimmy has way too many games where he takes like eight or less shots. I think he had four shots going into the fourth quarter, and he's healthy. You know, it's not like he's sitting out; he's just only taking four shots. And yeah. I mean, the amount of games he's played this year when he's only taken a certain amount of shots is not okay. Like he's our best player. He's got to be our best player every single night. With with you know with every once in a while, Bam being the spotlight. You know, Tyler can have a great night every once in a while, but consistently Jimmy needs to be that guy for us. And it just, it hasn't been that way this year. And that's why I'm, I'm really afraid of, you know, I do not want to play Boston in the first round. I don't, the last couple of years, the 76ers have not been a threat to us, but we don't beat them this year, in my opinion. So I, I have Miami out in the first round, honestly, almost depending on no matter what, who they play, unless they can sneak to, to fifth, you know what I mean? Like that, that's really the only way. Yeah, and I think that that's out already. Actually, yeah, I, I don't think there's no way. Um, but uh, but I think the Bucks are honestly, man, it could be a repeat championship between Bucks and Suns. Honestly, if Suns are healthy and can get through it, uh, right, it could, it could be a repeat for that. Because I think Bucks just look way too good, man. They just when they when they play <laughs> Bucks basketball, they look unbeatable. It's crazy. I agree. I, I was seeing that too. It might end up being a little rematch there. You know, one year removed, but that that would be pretty interesting to see um so we'll we'll wrap this thing up though nba is wrapping up here is what the playoff looks like right now and i know it's a lot to look at i'm sure it's probably pretty hard to read but um the point of this is that we're going to look at this again next tuesday and it'll be finalized so we'll know exactly what the playoff rounds are you know the playoff matchups are and then we'll make our predictions we'll start to do our predictions on each um each matchup and um you know the 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 wins and losses we think is going to be you know what i'm saying lakers in four so uh that's what we'll do next week but that's pretty much it for nba talk i'm gonna i'm gonna uh breeze through the comments real quick just to see if there's anything i missed um anthony weston says miami matchups with philly if they are healthy and so yeah we that would be an interesting one but i don't know i, I don't think i don't know if they, they can get to the sixth seed and they, if they can avoid the play on, I think they are going to have to go through either Milwaukee or Boston. So, yeah, for sure. Um, and, you know, we, we, it's funny, like we match up in the backcourt, but not the frontcourt. Bam doesn't play well against Embiid. I don't know why, for whatever reason, Embiid just punishes him every time they play. <laughs> so, so, like, that, that's the only thing that worries me a little bit. But, but on the other side, is Jimmy plays extremely well against them. So, because he like, has like a fake hate for no reason. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, he really does, dog. <laughs> like really there's does. no reason to be mad at them, but yeah. So I, I mean, you know the thing is, like, I'm hoping I get play, you know, playoff Jimmy is always different. So I'm hoping he just kind of turns it up a notch. But like right now, I'm really worried for my squad. Like they just they haven't looked, they haven't looked really consistent all year. Yeah, well. We'll see. Hopefully they can avoid the plan. But if not, I think both of our teams are going to be active next Tuesday. So 
It yeah. might be a flag express, you know, if we're watching them to see if they make it uh make it into the playoffs or not. So for sure. We'll for see. Sure. All right, we're gonna keep this thing rolling. Um, we're gonna go straight into other sports. Wanted to talk about the NCAA tournament. Um, one of the best tournaments ever, or not ever, I should say, you know what I'm saying? It, it, we we get caught up in the moment, but one of the best tournaments that I can remember in recent history. I, I yeah. Should, um, a lot of excitement, a lot of good games. But at the end of the day, UConn won every game by at least 10 points. Yeah. Um, that's pretty dominant run to win the title. Of course, you know, they didn't have all those number one seeds to go through, but if they didn't make it there. So you can only yeah, play exactly. who's in front of you. Um, they were really fueled by their guy, though, um, Adama Sanogo. I don't know if he's going to go to the NBA or what his draft prospects are looking like, but – he did do a great job, and he was the most outstanding player for the tournament. So, congrats to him on that one. Yeah, for sure. Um, my little question, though, I guess because, you know, you and I are the same age, basically, and we, we grew up watching, you know, and kind of seeing. I'm asking you, do you think that UConn is the best, like, team, like, college basketball team of our kind of lifetime? Oh. Uh. They are up there. I mean, they do have what three championships in the last twelve years, something like that. Something like that. So, so you, so you, I mean, you, you got, you got to put them uh, up there. You know, somebody was telling me that, like, you know, this, this might be the best college basketball team ever. I'm like, I, I don't know about that. I feel like, I although I will not take anything away from them, you know what I mean. But like, I, I, I feel like their, their way to this championship wasn't the hardest, right? Right. Like, like you said, there was no. I mean, I think did they did they beat Bama or did no no San Diego beat Bama, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. So like, <laughs> they really didn't have to go through any one seeds. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, of course they didn't get there. So like you said, you got to be who's in front of you. But um, I'd say they're one of them. I, I would say UNC's had some some uh, some good runs. Duke's had some good runs. But they they are definitely up there. That that is for sure. Yeah, for me it was uh, like, too. oh yeah, exactly. That that's I think that combination too. Mom says that they have won five championships. That is a lot, definitely. Um, I think that's the most, right? Of all, I of think all UNC schools. has five too. Okay, gotcha. Um, Anthony says UConn has to be considered a blue blood now, right? I I agree with that. I think yeah. especially when it comes to college basketball. Yeah, I mean you got to. Sure. Um, Anthony Weston says Duke for him. Yeah. And, yeah, I think, you know, Duke always knew that they were great. But UConn, it was just something about them kind of – I feel like they rose up more in our time, especially just like the logo, Ray Allen, like just kind of like being kind of a cool new thing True. Um, to like actually being – to being pretty dominant. But, um, you know, Kansas, UCLA, that was all like kind of before our time kind of. I mean, Kansas has been good. I'm not saying that they haven't, but yeah, um, I don't know. So – so, anyways, that was a, that was a cool one. Um, oh, Anthony Weston says Duke has five too. So, okay. dang, okay. So there are a couple up there, but yeah, I think UConn definitely. I mean, they have their place. They have their place in college basketball history, no, no doubt. So facts for sure, for sure. All right, and it was dominant. You know, what I mean, like it's funny because I myself always say, like, when you play a team better than you, that you should win. You should beat them, right? I mean, like, beat them well, and they and they did that. So. You know, I don't. I don't want to take anything away from them. Like this, this title run was, it was great. Like it was crazy. Like they really did beat the brakes off everybody they played. Right. Uh, one of my one of my boys actually texted me uh, last night. David, my you know, my fellow Ravens fan, and he was like, 
he was like, you know, I don't really watch college basketball anymore, so I'm looking to you. He was like, uh, does San Diego have a chance? Because he was going to bet some money on San Diego. I was like, no, I'll save your money. I was like, matter of fact, I was like, matter of fact, I was like, put your money on on UConn spread at seven and a half. He was like, it's kind of a lot. And I was like, dog, they're they're gonna get it. And uh, sure enough, man, they beat him by seventeen. <laughs> and I, I yeah. text him, I was like, yo, did you, I was like, you put that money up? He was like, nope. I was like, see, I try to tell you, try to tell yeah. you, but yeah, I I knew San Diego didn't didn't they they hung in there at the beginning, but not 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 for long. Right, right. It wasn't the same. Wasn't the, they weren't in the same class, but I I do give them credit for their run too. Yeah. And the only thing is, you, you do have to mix in that you never know factor. Like they're like, we got all the way here, we might as well try to win it. But um, they just weren't were outmatched. So, and mom's yeah, asked who won the bracket. I actually did win the bracket. Yeah, came did. through at the end there. Um, so so we'll we'll just leave Stephen as the reigning champ. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and we'll <laughs> we'll leave the trophy with him for now until we figure out what's happening for next year. But um. Luckily, I did uh, did come through with that on my second bracket. I had UConn winning it, so that was that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, all right, but until next year, we close the we until next March. Basically, we close the book on college basketball. <laughs> we'll too much yeah. College basketball. Uh, we'll touch on it a couple times, but um, but we'll see you uh, next March Madness on that one. Um, for baseball, real quick, um, it's the first week of MLB season, and we already have a fight. And not just a normal baseball fight, but a baseball fight between a fan and a player, Anthony Rendon. Unfortunately, we just talked about this last week, right, with with, with Bradley Beal. Now we have Anthony Rendon that is uh, under investigation um, by the Oakland police after grabbing a fan. And so I have we have some kind of slide of it here. Um, but as you can see here real quick, I'm going to use my mouse on this one. You see he's got this fan down by his – grabbing him by his shirt, and he's pulling him down over the railing. I guess this fan was um, saying a couple um, obscene gestures and Rendon's like, Oh, come here, come here. Like, and then grabs him when he gets close <laughs> enough and pulls him down. And he's like, what'd you call me? Blah, blah, blah. And so there is a video of it out there. Interesting stuff though. His teammates didn't even really try to stop him because I think that they heard what the fan was saying as well. So they weren't even tripping. Yeah. But at the end, when he let go, let me get my pointer back out. When he let go of him right here, because you see how the guy was, like, crouched down. Because he pulled him, like, all the way down to the bar. Like, he was pulling him down. And so the guy's face is, like, down here by the bar. And as he let him go, the guy popped up. But he takes a swipe at him here. And he tried to, like, just just give him a little something, you know what I'm saying, on the way out. Yeah. And um, so it's pretty crazy. But as Anthony West says, man, players are getting really fed up with, with the stuff from the fans. But – also, you got to control yourself, right? Because you really can't win in that situation. Yeah. And you can't address every fan that's going to talk shit to you, you know? So, um, sucks, but did you see it, this? What did you think of this one? It sucks, man. Because, like, all, although I do agree with Anthony, it's like, man, players are getting fed up. And, like, let's be realistic. Like, if that was out in regular public, you probably would have beat, you know what I'm saying? Like, you would beat snot out of it, right? Right. But, you, but you're the only one who has something to lose, Right. You you punch that dude in the face, he's got a black eye for a week and a half, and now he's also gonna sue you for a couple meals. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, so it you're right, man. Like you you gotta keep your composure. Do like bro, start snitching. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you know, <laughs> this this man gotta go. He called me something, you know, he called me such and such. And, and get these people kicked out, get them banned from the stadium. You know what I mean? Like, um, but uh, it, it sucks because, you know, he's going to get suspended. He's going to miss some games. I think I saw they're already talking about he's going to miss, like, 
four, the next four at least. I think they said maybe yeah, maybe more something like that. But um, you know, I mean, like you're the only one with something to lose, man. Like keep your cool, get get them kicked out, whatever the case may be. But it sucks. Yeah. You can't you can't do what you want to do. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. Stephanie Washington says you don't blame him, but dang, the suspensions, that's for sure. You know, it's going to yeah. end up costing you money on your check. Um, Anthony yeah. Weston, they do need to kick fans out. They need to kick fans out for certain things, though, and I, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, I want to go back, though. I did miss a comment. Mom said, I think the Final Four is here next year. That's what's up. That was um, um, I got the chance to go. My boy Anthony and I went whenever it was here last year or last mm-hmm. time yeah. um, when UNC won. Um, so that was a lot of fun. So if they're coming back, man, we could try to get in. You know, the tickets in there are not super expensive, especially right. because it's so it can fit so many people. Last time they did it in the Cardinal Stadium, so um, you know it was it was uh, it was a lot of people that got a chance to go see it. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but um, if they are coming back, you know, maybe we'll have to try to do some some coverage of that. All right, moving right along. Only a couple more things here. Next up, we do have the Masters. Um, that starts on Thursday, so very yeah. exciting. Um, and, you know, obviously there's only one thing we want to see when it comes to the Masters. We want to see Tiger win it again. Um, and if there's any tournament that he might be able to win, I think it is the Masters. I guess he's been practicing very hard on certain shots that he'd have to take for the Masters. Um, but what do you think, Strizzy, realistically, talk to me. What are the chances um, of Tiger winning it this weekend? <laughs> like you said, I feel like this is probably, you know, the, the tournament that he probably has the biggest shot at, at winning. You know what I mean? If anybody knows these courses, it, it's him. You know what I mean? He's been around for a really long time. It's just a matter of, like, you know, how his body responds to to, to everything. You know what I mean? So um, I, I would love to see him get that last one, man. Like, I just I, – I, I put a bet on him every time he, he's playing just because I'm just like, he got to get it. Like, he got to get it. And if he gets it, the odds are always high. But I just – I always bet on him, man. You know what I'm saying? I just – I want him to get that last – that last Masters and, and get the – Get the record, not you know, not being you know, not tying it. So right, um, definitely want him to get it. Uh, but there, there, there's some, there's some golfers on this in the tournament, man. Like it's it's, it's not going to be easy, you know what I mean? Uh, so we'll we'll see how it goes. But I'm I'm rooting for our boy for real. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm definitely rooting for him. I don't think that he will win, but I, I'm with you. I want to put just a little fiver on him. You know what I'm saying? Because exactly. I don't want to be left out in case you know. Just in case. Um, so so we'll see, but yeah, definitely definitely supporting Tiger. Uh, put your Tigers in the chat, like Pops did for if you're if you're with Tiger. Um, and yeah, I think that it it will be pretty cool, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how his body holds up if he can make it all the way through. But the Masters, that's his tournament. So um, not not his tournament, that but that's his most successful tournament, I should say. Yeah, so, yeah. So we'll see. We'll be looking for another magic moment. Um, a couple more things here. I do want to shout out Connor McDavid who hit 140 points this year in NHL, um, which is the first time anyone's done that since 1996. This year he has 62 goals and 84 assists in 77 games. So he is just a monster right now. He's a beast. And he's the first one to reach 140 points for the Oilers since Wayne Gretzky. So definitely shout out to him. Uh, If you like exciting hockey and you like exciting players in hockey, Connor McDavid right now is just absolutely on fire. Um, So, that's what's up. And I did mention this a couple weeks ago, the uh, the Isobel Cup. Um, I watched the I, I missed the I missed the game, the women's hockey game, but uh, I watched the highlights of it, and it was actually pretty gangster. And um, so women's hockey that was that was really cool. Um, 
Shout out to the Toronto Six for winning. But it actually mm-hmm. went into overtime. And one thing that was interesting is in women's hockey in overtime, it's three on three. So there was like so much open ice. It was almost like it was almost really cool for the offense um, because yeah. you know, there was just so much room out there to for them to skate around. So that was pretty cool. And I did find out, too, that in the new version of NHL, um, they have the women in there, too, where you can actually play uh, some of the women's uh, oh, nice. uh, teams. That's so cool. that's pretty cool. Um, so shout out to women's hockey as well. You know what I'm saying? Breaking, uh, breaking more barriers. Thank you. Um, first time, you know, televised on ESPN as well. So hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll keep getting bigger and bigger. Um, and then I think this is, oh, we're almost to the end. Last thing when we're talking about getting bigger and bigger, um, uh, Tank Day, uh, Tank Davis versus Ryan Garcia is coming up in a couple weeks, mm-hmm. which is very exciting. I definitely want to put together a little something that's right after Pops's birthday, too. So I definitely want to put together oh, a little no. something. Um, you know what I'm saying? Maybe a little watch party that we can we can um we can all get together and watch it. But okay. speaking of rising though, the price is gonna be $85. I think this is a first for major boxing. If I don't, if I'm not mistaken, it's usually at least the highest I'd seen before this is $75. Yeah, I think it's so, for the bigger ones, yeah. So they're trying to set a record. Um, which I you know, there's no way they can approach Mayweather money, but again, even Mayweather times it was like 60 bucks. It was, yeah. it was starting at like 40 then 50 then 60 you know but nothing yeah. like this so um but we'll get together you know what i'm saying we'll put a little group together we'll, we'll put our money together ben, and, um, and we'll watch this fight because i don't want to watch this fight for real I'm, I'm excited for it yeah yeah no i'm with you on that I'm, I'm here for that one for sure and showtime is doing their little follow-along thing which um i haven't watched that one since probably like the Pacquiao Mayweather fight or whatever, where they, you know, they do the um, 24 seven access or whatever, leading oh, up to yeah, the fight. Yeah. but they are doing some, some special episodes for this fight too. So I might check it out, you know, get, get a little extra excited for the, for the um, fight itself. So, so that's what's up. Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. Strizzy, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about before we get into our like little closing discussion? Um, Nothing I can think of, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, oh, yeah, we, we did get that. Shout, shout out to LSU as well, you know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, yes. That's maybe, what, the, okay. Yeah. That was uh, part of what I wanted to talk about for our closing. Yeah. Our closing is um, I definitely wanted to, let me get this layout right. Hold up. There we go. Okay. There you go. Um, so I don't have this on the slide, but I definitely did want to talk about the women's tournament. I did want to give a shout out to LSU. And then also talk about the whole Caitlin Clark uh, uh, situation. Um, and the funniest thing, though, is the newest situation about this is that the White House, um, <laughs> the uh, the first lady talked about, oh, you know, Iowa did such a good job. And they always have the champions, you know, to the White House. And LSU is going to be invited and everything. But she's talking about, oh, you know, Iowa did such a good job. I think that they should just be invited, too, which um, – which definitely did not uh, did not go over well. But Strizzy, what were your thoughts on the whole, um, you know, um, situation? It sucks. It team. sucks, man. I I will I'll I'll say two things. Like, well, maybe one or two things. But uh, Caitlin Clark, uh, women's college basketball player of the year. It's unanimous, right? It, she she from 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 an individual player standpoint, you can't take that away from her. She was phenomenal. She was better than literally every other player. Like. You know, they didn't get that, but she, she, you know, she don't get that award, right? She is a phenomenal player. Yeah. Um, but, but it sucks that 
we're still talking about race so much when that game was amazing, right? Like right. that that we're not 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 weird, but like just the the sports world in general, all the sports topics right now we're talking about, you know, why it's okay for Caitlin Clark to do the the John Cena you can't see me and and point to her ring finger like she's about to get a ring for for uh eliminating um uh um Iowa. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, Florida, was it Florida State that they beat? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, yeah, in that, the, big, yeah, in the other championship. Right, right, right. Just just literally 48 hours before uh, Angel Reese was doing it, you know, to her. Um, and then when she does it, it's, it's you know, it's inappropriate. It's it's bad sportsmanship. It's this, it's that. When, when, when Caitlin Clark, who obviously is a white player, who does it and it's <laughs> – you know, it's great for the sport, right? She, she's this, she's that. Like, she's gonna change the game of basketball, women's basketball everywhere, and blah 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 blah. And and it's it's just incredibly, just too unfortunate, right? Like, um, the thing that I did like what what Clark did is she did come out and say like, you know, she she was kind of in support of Reese. Like, it shouldn't matter, you know, the the color, whose color of the skin, blah blah blah. Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna criticize her, you should criticize me. Um, or if you're not going to criticize me, you shouldn't criticize her. So I'm glad she came out and actually said something in support of Reese. My yeah. only problem is that I wish that she would have done it immediately. You know what I'm saying? Like her, her kind of statement like just came out today, right? And like later today, like I would have loved for her to say something. Don't get me wrong; I'm sure she's upset. They just lost a national championship game. She probably don't want to be on Twitter or nothing like that. But. Um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm glad she said something. I wish she would have just, like, at the podium when she's doing her her exit interviews, like, I wish she would have said said it then and there, right? I think it would have just been so so much better for for women's sports, you know, more support for, for her because I'm like, she might be white, but she played with nothing but sisters. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like her, her teammates are, are all black. So, um, and then in regards to the first lady and this whole participation trophy stuff goes, that's bullshit. Right. Yeah, I mean, like we, ain't, you know, it's always the championship team goes. Like the 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 losing team don't go. They shouldn't go. They shouldn't want to go. Right. right. And it's it's just another slap in the face to to the LSU Tigers and everything they achieved. To also going through just the the racial stuff and having to go, you know, deal with this last couple of days and like, oh, now you want to invite the team that lost too? Like, nah, dude, they lost. It should never even have been a conversation. And uh, I think I think LSU is now talking about they're not they're not going to go, and I don't blame them. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I did. I I wasn't sure if they were gonna. I didn't hear that they might not go after that, but I I do agree. I think it is kind of ridiculous that you would insinuate. Oh well, we'll invite them too because they just did such a great job. You know, mm-hmm. such a great competition. Mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of that was kind of weird. You know, and 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 you know maybe there's something else behind that too. Um, that I I can't say. You know, what I'm saying I don't want to reach for things. Uh, there, there's enough, there's enough going on anyways that we don't have to reach for other things. Yeah. But I will say, um, too, like for Angel Reese, like the only thing is like for her and and her supporters. The only thing I'm kind of not liking too is like don't aim that at Caitlin Clark because you know right. you're mad at the wrong person. Then like the people true? are coming at you wrong, different. You know, you know it, it's not necessarily like on her. It's not like her thing to say whether it's good or bad, you know what I'm saying? Or whether it's okay yeah. or not, you know what I'm saying? Well, that's very true. You're, you're kind of directing your anger at the wrong wrong people uh, or the wrong person for that because they are both just competitors and they competed the same way. So why should she 
expect people to react differently to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. um, so I, I, I do think that it's, it's very interesting on, on that, that side of it. Um, the only other thing I'll say too, though, is like LSU, like they just, they did their thing. Yeah. Celebrate more and, and enjoy that more. Um, the only thing I don't like about the Angel Reese, uh, just the, the um, thing is, I, I don't think there's any problem with what she did, but I've always been one to like, you know, do your celebrating, do your gloating, like do your trash talk, like in the heat of it. Yeah. But like, I just didn't like that. Like when she was like, it looked like for the, the last minute there, she was like following her around. I'm like, don't follow her around. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Like that's the only part I didn't like about it. I'm not saying anything about like whether she should have or not. I'm just saying like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, don't follow her around. Cause it's obviously not working. Like I think the other homegirl did a good job of just like not paying attention to it too. You know? Yeah. So definitely yeah. though, the whole thing overblown. And the worst part is that it kind of clouded the fact that like, this was one of the most watched yeah. tournaments. This is one of the, one of the most high, like highly televised and highly like publicized games. It was, crazy. It was a great game. Yo, it so, was a great. It, it was a great, it was way better than the men's championship game. Right. Right. Way better. Right. So, and uh, I, I agree with Pops. You want to throw Pops' comment up there really quick? Pops, I completely agree, man. Like, you just got done losing a championship. So, even her saying something 24 hours, or sorry, 48 hours later is, is a class act. Like, th this girl is changing. She, to me, she's, she's Steph Curry of, of, of women's basketball right now. She can pull up from anywhere. You know what I mean? And not to mention Steph Curry, if we, if we, if we go back just a year ago, I, I, I recall a, light skin sniper shooter doing the exact same gesture when they beat the Celtics last year. He made the exact right. same thing pointing to his ring finger, like, you know, king me in a sense. Like, so, and and nothing was said about Steph either, right? So it's just, you know, it sucks that we got to go there, but uh, Caitlin Clark, she, she's going to be a name to remember for, for a very long time, in my opinion, as far as women's basketball goes. Um, uh, but yeah, definitely a class act. And like you said, man, her, they're, I don't say their anger, but their attitude should not be be pointed at at Clark at, at all. Like it, it's got to be pointed at all the naysayers that have, you know, with the Twitter fingers and things of that nature. So, so just go celebrate. You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, that, yeah. have fun with your teammates, man. You know, don't let the world, you know, what I'm saying step on step on your guys' moment. So just en just enjoy the fact that you guys are national championships, and no one can uh, no one can take that away from you for at least another. 365 days, you know, so, right? So right, enjoy exactly. that. You get to carry it for at least that long, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, that's what's up, though. But, um, but no, I, I agree. Um, some a few of the comments we were kind of putting up there, um, Unk says ridiculous racism does not belong in sports. Yeah, uh, Anthony Wesson, you know, you, you don't get to tell the winners how to celebrate. Um, that's true, and I've always said, and that's the thing is that's good to point out. I wasn't wasn't complaining about the trash talk because we've always said we always talk about if you don't want people to talk trash, like stop them. You know what I'm saying? Beat them. Like, don't, <laughs> yeah, they don't, you don't want people to do the touchdown dance? Don't let them score. So yeah, do something. Um, so I, I I like it though. I love all the opinions, but yeah, I think we'll we'll pretty much close out the show right there. But that was definitely definitely a hot topic that we wanted to talk about as well. But um, but yeah, man, uh, another week in sports. Um, some more exciting things to look forward to. We'll start our draft breakdown soon. Next week, we're going to have the N NBA play-in going on and then yeah. the playoffs, which is, you know, what we're all here for. This is when we get the best basketball played. Um, and then and then going on from there, you know what I'm saying? We want to see how Tiger does in the Masters this weekend. Lots to look forward to. And, um, and we'll be right here for it, bringing it all to you on episode 189. But until then, um, shout out to, to um, Mad Marcus. 
Shout out to all of our, uh, our slackers in the chat. Um, and shout out to Strizzy and his petty roommate, too. If you have, you are not watching the socials, you know what I'm saying? Um, get on the broadcast channel. Make sure you don't miss a video. You know what I'm saying? Don't um, miss a video. Anything else? Anything else? Um, oh, man. Uh, a bigger thing, man. Uh, happy Easter. We have Easter's coming up this uh, this Sunday, man. So special shout out. I think I think our youngest viewers are, are, are Miles and, uh, and Augie. So. Special shout out to them, and also hopefully they they get everything they want and stuff like that for Easter. Yeah, uh, so I'm sure the bunny will be hopping their way. You know, you know what I'm saying? saying? Uh, hopefully they've been good or whatever. I think the Santa rule applies to the Easter bunny too. You gotta be sure. at least you know behave sure. someone. They, so. they run with they run with the same crowd. You know what I'm saying they run with the same crowd. Yeah. <laughs> um. Real quick, Anthony Wesley said, uh, "Did you see the average player in cricket makes more than any sport but basketball?" I wouldn't be surprised by that. Um. Yeah. Sachin Tenduker, he was like the most famous Indian cricket player. That dude is like Michael Jordan for real, like in 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 those terms, you know, for for the people that watch cricket. So I wouldn't be surprised by that. But we'll have to do a breakdown. Maybe for other sports, we'll pull that up and we'll 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 get into that some of that information. But it is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, so and then Kelly's out there; she's ready for the Easter Bunny too. So yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. No, good shout out. Um, thank you for remembering about that. So lots to look forward to. And um, until then, it's your boy A-Dub. And your boy Strips. Thanks for listening to Say Like a Champ. Engage with us on Instagram. Share your thoughts and you might just be featured on the show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you pod so you don't miss next week's episode of Say Like a Champ.